This will be a short podcast, but I'm going to guess that even though it's going to be short, it's going to save a lot of people a lot of time, effort, and heartache. I want to very briefly talk about the difference between practicing and learning cases because I see a lot of people making those mistakes and they do it continuously. I've covered this in other podcasts, but um, they were usually in addition to a broader theme, so I want to cover it explicitly here. Let me explain what I mean by practicing versus um, learning podcasts and why it's important. What's going to happen, we're coming into July, we're just about two months away from full-time MBA uh, recruitment, uh, you know, September to October is when it will take place, so two to three months depending on how you look at it, and also the internship recruiting will start in January. So what's going to happen is thousands, literally thousands of US MBA students and undergraduates to some extent are going to be trying to get time with uh, McKinsey, BCG, Bain and so on, you know, Booz, Deloitte, consultants to try to practice cases. And I think that's a very, very, very bad way to prepare for case interviews. And now let me tell you why. When you are interviewing, when you're sitting across the table from a Bain person who you may have contacted and has agreed to do a case with you, he's not there to teach you how to do cases, period. I'm not going to mince my words. He's not there to teach you. He's not there to hold your hand and teach you how to do cases. His job is to take you through a fairly difficult case and to see how you perform and to give you, I think, relatively okay feedback. The feedback is never going to be great that you get here because you've they've only done one case with you, so they're obviously going to focus on the big ticket items and tell you things like, well, you could have communicated better, you weren't structured enough, etc., etc., it's not going to be great feedback. They're not there to train you how to do cases. In fact, what you should do is you should spend the bulk of your time from now until maybe the middle of August, September, learning how to do cases and only do these sessions with consultants from McKinsey and Bain when you know how to do cases and then you want to practice, right? There's a difference between learning and practicing. You can practice something you already know, but something you don't know, you have to learn how to do it. And I find many candidates make this mistake. You're actually hurting your chances if you go and do cases that you haven't, when you haven't learned how to do them. It is better that you take the time now over summer to do cases by yourself, understand the mechanics, develop a technique that works for you, understand the different approaches, the different types of cases you could face, understand the broader sector issues, practice how to do fit questions, or as McKinsey calls it, PEI. Once you feel comfortable, once you have a technique that you can then use, then you practice with a more experienced person. And there are several benefits, right? Firstly, once you know how to do cases, you know what to ask for and what to look for when you do the case practice with a full-time consultant. You can extract more from the experience. Secondly, once you've developed a technique and you understand how to do cases, when you do a case with a McKinsey and a Bain and a BCG person, you see they all use different techniques. You're not going to be running around not sure what technique to use. You would be mature enough and you'd have enough of a basis to be able to distinguish the different techniques and know how to draw different pieces of wisdom from each um, uh, session of feedback you receive after the case. A third reason it should be obvious, you want to impress the consultant. You know, you want to impress someone so that if for whatever reason you don't get an interview, you could at least hope that this person will help you get that interview. The fourth reason is that 
time is important here, right? I always tell candidates that when summer comes, you are not on vacation. When I see a candidate take a vacation during summer and they know that recruitment is coming up, I actually cringe a little bit inside. And I do understand this is a personal trait. Now, up on, uh, right now, I have this inability to take vacations or to rest on weekends when I know something significant is coming up in the next few months because my job is to prepare for it. And what I tell candidates is that your success as a consultant is not determined in September. I don't care what you do in September. If you are busy trying to do things in September, you're pretty much setting yourself up for failure. The battle is fought over July and August. You do the hard, you do the heavy lifting, then you do the hard work then. And come September, then you can attend all those wonderful cocktail events. You can do all the practice sessions you want, but you have to learn how to do things in July and August. So if you want to know if you'll be successful in September and October, just look at what you're doing in July and August. It's that simple. Of course, there are always going to be outliers, you know, people who practice just over a few sessions. But it's not because they're fast learners. It's because they've probably set themselves up for success over many years in terms of learning how to think logically and so on. And I always tell people when I joined management consulting, I didn't practice for many, many months and weeks. I practiced over a few days and I went in for my interviews. Um, but I... I am also a naturally confident person who speaks well. So I think that that played to my strengths and I am extremely well-read when it comes to business. I just read about just about anything that, that I lay my hands on. So I do want people to understand that over the next two months, you should focus on learning to do cases and learn it well. And don't worry about spending hours. You know, the best candidates don't spend hours and hours. They spend quality time. So if you're going to spend one hour a day, I'm okay with that. If you're going to spend one hour every two days, that's also fine. But you need to make it count. What do I mean by quality time? Let's assume, let's assume you are practicing with someone. You are learning with someone. You've found someone from McKinsey, a friend, who is willing to spend time with you to teach you how to do cases. He knows you still have to learn. So he's willing to, do, to take the time with you over, over, either over the phone who is just willing to talk to you um, over coffee and so on. I find the worst consultants take terrible notes. Take good notes. Sometimes I do get a little bit annoyed when I'm giving someone detailed feedback. I've asked them, you know, do you have a pen? Do you have a piece of paper? And then I'm giving them a lot of feedback. And then midway through, I ask them, have you captured that? And they say, no. You need to be a good student when you are learning. And being a good student means having good study habits. It means taking notes. It means dedicating time to training. It means finding the right training techniques, using the right material. And I know that there are many different techniques to do this. There's no one best way to study cases. Um, I, do, I like to teach cases the way math is taught, in the sense that you start with basic concepts and then you layer it with sequentially more difficult concepts rather than just starting off with this really complex pharmaceutical or pricing case and you know wondering why you struggle. There's no way you're going to solve that when you first start a case. So you've got to start yourself in sequence. And I always start people off with estimation questions because I think that's the best way to learn how to build decision trees, logic, order, math, structure, and so on. And it can be done quickly. You know, you can do a dis an estimation case roughly every five or ten minutes. So you're not spending an hour trying to figure out whether you know something and at the end of the hour you realize you don't know anything. You've just wasted an hour. And then I always start off people always with profitability cases. Then I work out 
then I work through derivatives of the profitability graph, either increasing volume, increasing margin, lowering costs, and so on. And then we move into more difficult cases, right? But it's always the same thing. So the key thing here is if the one takeaway you should take away from this podcast is that there's a difference between learning cases and practicing cases. Make sure that you learn well so that when you practice with consultants, it's not wasted. At the end of the day, no matter what anyone says, the final decision that the partner makes is not its not a quantitative metric that they are using. At the end of the day, the partner is going to sit down to you, with you and say, okay, do I feel comfortable hiring this person? People always tell me I didn't get uh, the feedback on the cases that I, that I did well. They always start with that feedback, which irritates me because they're implying that like that's the most important thing. So what if you pass the cases? Who cares if you pass the cases? You know, Do you inspire confidence? Do you have what it takes? Are you the kind of person who, when we put you in front of a client, you are going to make the client feel that you deserve to be there? But to get to that point, you do the hard work over July and August, do the preparation then. And I know people are always going to tell me about how do they prepare. And Everyone's different, you know, that's why we do screenings. I'm not going to tell you that there's any known formula. What I can tell you is that there's no one way to practice cases. There are many different ways to learn how to do cases. For different people, different approaches will work best. Some people love reading and learning how to do cases, right? And it works. But to be honest, it works for only the really smart people, I think, who just read and learn how to do cases. And and they've learned to they've learned to think in a logical way before they started doing case interviews. I was one of those people who who learned how to do cases by reading, basically. I didn't have anyone to guide me, so I had to have a lot of the attributes and skills that, it, that it, the consulting firm is looking for already because you can't really extract them from books. Some, from other candidates who I think are not near the top of their peer group, books are not going to help that much. I think it's important that you find someone, and it doesn't have to be, you don't have to necessarily work with a McKinsey or a BCG person. It's more important to have someone who gives you really careful and, I think, insightful and caring feedback than just practicing with a 100 McKinsey people who don't really, who may not care how you perform at the end of the day. It's about the quality of the sessions you have rather than the quantity of the sessions. As I mentioned, it will be a short podcast, but you should take some time to really understand the difference between learning and practicing and when to deploy both of them.